You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast and Network, your team every day. Happy Wednesday. I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. I'm also the founder of Whole9Sports.com, where you can find all of my written work. Today's episode is it's gonna be a, a ba- very basketball-centric one uh, in honor of the NBA draft lottery being last night. Uh, we'll spend the first segment talking about Trey Mann, the second about Scotty Lewis, and the third talking about Gators legend and international baller Scotty Wilbeck and why he deserves another shot in the NBA. Thank you to everybody who left a review. Please do continue to do so or reach out to me in some way so that I can make this the best Gators podcast around. Before we get started, just a quick reminder to follow Locked On Gators wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And join Locked On NFL Draft hosts Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft and a look ahead at next year's future first-round picks, including Florida Gators. Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. And like I mentioned, uh, last night was the NBA Draft Lottery. I don't really have a horse in this race because for the first time in a long time, my team didn't suck, so <laughs> I had nothing to do with the lottery, had very little impact on me um, and my fandom. But I am going to talk about someone who could get selected towards the end of the draft lottery, and that is Florida guard Trey Mann. He's, of course, like I mentioned, I'm, I said I was going to get more into scouting basketball players. Here you go, baby. Uh, Trey Mann is someone who has just absolutely limitless range. Great shooter off the dribble. It's one of the things that people seem to really love about him right now. And I mean, if you've watched the NBA during the season or if you've watched the playoffs, you know, I mean, just shooting off the dribble is just more meta (laughs) than we've ever seen. It's more relevant, more prevalent in today's basketball game than we've ever seen in Trey Mann should translate relatively well he's a smooth dribbler and play creator but um vision's not all there (laughs) he misses quite a few things uh he has a i I believe his ratio is pretty much one assist to one turnover uh he's a he excels as a pick and roll uh, specialist i guess i'll call him both as a scorer and a passer so that's one thing that again very uh, dominant in the NBA today is the pick and roll game. So being able to operate from there is just going to make this transition from college to the NBA that much smoother. Uh, he has, of course, a deficit. That just started off with the nice stuff. You know, I'm going to give you the good news, then the bad news. Um, he's an average athlete, I'll say. He's, he's weak through contact. I mean, great thing is that he's got a great floater, which, I mean, like I mentioned, like, not just the name Trey, but Trey Mann reminds me a bit of Trey Young. Like, they're pretty similar. I'll say, of course, that Trey Young is better, of course, but Trey Mann is similar to Trey Young with the limitless range, the smooth handles, uh, shooting off the dribble, not a great athlete, weak through contact. Honestly, not that good of a defender, but 
of course, the thing with Trey Young is that he is a significantly better playmaker, ball handler, and just uh, overall facilitator, which is why he's got the skill set where Trey Young could play the one or the two. Trey Mann could play the one or the two, but he's not going to excel at really either of them. He's a bit of a combo guard, so he has no real position, which, I mean, to me, versatility is always a good thing, so I'm not going to complain about that. Trey Young, obviously, is more of a one just because while he's got a tremendous jumper and he's a tremendous scorer, he's also just so good as a ball handler and play creator, unlike Trey Mann, who is, uh, yeah, I'll say he's average as a facilitator, but He's got the handles, he's got the shot, he's got the shoot, the shot off the dribble. Um, one thing that Trey Mann does exceptionally well compared to his uh, contemporaries, I'll say, is that the average free throw percentage in college is 69%. We saw free throws be more important in this playoff than most, um, if you've seen... I mean, even if you haven't watched the games, you could just like check the memes (laughs) like you see Giannis Antetokounmpo and Ben Simmons just getting clowned for their uh, inability to create shots for themselves off the dribble and from distance and really their inability to convert at the free throw line Ben Simmons especially towards the end of the series was yikes but Trey Mann shot 83.1% so 14.1% higher than the average college basketball player which is exceptionally well and something that we're hoping translates over to the NBA because, I mean, if you're going to miss a bunch of free throws and you're not going to be great at defense, you're probably not going to be too much of a contributor. I will say Trey Mann, while he's got a decent bit to work on, he's got to bulk up a little bit. He's really got to work on that defense. And he's got to work on just seeing the passing lanes, I'll say, I guess. like I, I, I don't know if it's that he doesn't see him or what, but he he's had plenty of assist opportunities that he left on the table. Uh, but I do think that his ceiling could have him as a leading scorer for his team or a high-level number two. Like, he, all right, he's Juju Smith-Schuster. Like He's average leading scorer or average leading receiver, average number one, but he's an elite number two that that's where I'm getting at it Trey Mann I think he could lead his team in scoring but I think for his team to find success it's better if he is the number two option here and that that's not even really a knock on him like oh sorry you're the second best player in the greatest basketball league in the planet so not a knock on him it's just that's the kind of player he is and again he I'm not great with basketball comps uh <laughs> but for some reason when I see Trey Mann I see just Trey Young so like Trey Young light just so often so that, that's where I'm at I think he's a fantastic player I'm very excited and I'm hoping that you know I I, I want to I mean it'd be fun to see him with Golden State right like that'd be that'd be pretty cool to just watch him play near the greatest shooter of all time or go to Washington and play with Bradley Beal with Bradley Beal still there um so yeah I mean it's something I'm excited for we'll get more into it I'll bring people on to talk about it and we'll get more excited about it but that's where I'm at on Trey on uh Trey Mann right now at least um I'm again I'm very excited for it so I can't wait I know I've talked recently about moving in with my girlfriend which is awesome she can hear me um before but one thing I didn't really think about was how much cooking we'd be doing uh if quality and craftsmanship is important to you you should check out made in 
Maiden is a cookware and kitchenware brand that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots, pans, knives, and wine glasses. I know we've gotten extensive use out of our knives from them. They have 28,000, more than 28,000 now, five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Maiden products. Scotty Lewis is the next gator that we're going to be talking about. He's someone who, uh, I don't want to say I was I was tough on him when he declared. I will say I wasn't super supportive of it, which, uh, you know, yeah, fair, fair assessment. But he's someone who I genuinely just didn't think he was ready for the NBA. I still don't after watching his tape, but... I mean, I'm, I'm going to get excited for it, or as excited as I can get. He was invited to the NBA Combine, which we can't say for Colin Castleton, which is very unfortunate, which is why I'm also not including Colin Castleton here, because I do think he's going to go back to school. But yeah, Scotty Lewis was invited to the NBA Combine, so it shows that at least NBA teams are interested in seeing him, right? At least that's where I'm at on it. Uh, Scotty Lewis is a great athlete. That's probably one of the biggest things. He's I mean, yeah, he's about as raw as you get offensively, or at least that I've seen and that I can judge with. Uh, yeah, he's, he's very raw offensively. He's more of an athlete. He's a, a strong finisher at the rim, which is it's like polar opposites. <laughs> I didn't even think about it before, but yeah, polar opposites from Scotty Lewis and Trey Mann, which is like funny that they're both in the draft from the same school and just completely opposite. But hey, you know, that could be complimentary. They're, they don't have a um, a weakness combined. But yeah, he's a strong finisher at the rim. He's a fast break monster. Just in transition, he just cu- eats up so much ground so fast, which I'm sorry, I'm going to use like football-ish terms. Like that that's how it's going to work with me. That's just my nature at this point. But he eats up so much ground so quick. And he's, like I said, he's a strong finisher at the rim. He's going to be great in this fast-paced NBA where, I mean, I don't know what it is. It just seems like there's just so many more fast breaks in the NBA than college. I don't know if it's just the general tempo or what, but Scotty Lewis, I think, is one of those guys that could be a better pro than college player, which is something that we, uh, you know, I mean, it's something that we see every now and then. We've seen it from... A lot of usually, I feel like, smaller school guys, just because we're like, oh, like they're playing at small schools. because Scotty Lewis is coming from the everything school, the best university on the planet. Um, my main thing with Scotty Lewis that I've mentioned with so many players, and I love it because I've mentioned it with a lot of incoming transfers for the Gators, uh, great effort as a defender, very active hands. And that's something that I think that alone, like just being an athlete and, have, and playing with so much effort and having such a high motor and active hands in the passing lanes and just on ball defense. I think that alone is going to be something that could get him called mid late second round. Uh, if not, then he'll get, he'll get invited to some summer league team just with those little, those raw traits alone, because I mean, there's a spot on every roster for a guy like that. Really? Uh, the biggest thing with Scotty Lewis though, is that, he lacks any legitimate skill or consistency as a shooter from mid-range or behind the arc. So that's a big thing. Mid-range is an awful, behind the arc, pretty dang rough. 
Um, he's not going to be a facilitator, really. He's not going to create shots for himself, really, offensively. So that's one of the biggest rough spots is that he's kind of just... He's going to essentially, at at his peak, I think he'll be a solid 3 and D guy. That's not a great thing to have as like your peak. Uh, he'll probably... I'm I'm willing to say with some certainty that he'll probably never be a top five scorer for his team. But again, could be a solid three and D guy. There's again space for everyone like that. Like Trevor Ariza towards the end of his career. Tabo Cephalosha used to start over James Harden so that James Harden can come in and be the sixth man. Uh we kinda see that a little bit with uh dorian finney smith like he he's a good starter now but when he first came in and he first got a starting spot he was kind of that guy that was like hey like you're not going to be too involved in the offense you're just you're a guy on offense but we want your defensive energy and intensity and just talent that could be scotty lewis early on him being an athlete i think is something that and i know obviously we're talking about nba players they're all athletes but you know, being an athlete, even for an NBA player, I think it's something that's going to be big for Scotty Lewis with these teams. I think it instantly makes it seem like your ceiling is higher than it should be. I'll say I don't like. Yeah, this this is one of those things with basketball where it's like, yeah, you could be an athlete for a basketball player, but you've still got to be able to score with someone immediately on you. At least in football, it's like, ah, if you're an athlete and you can't get open, maybe we'll try you at corner. Or something like, like, there's there's more um, variety, I'll say, <laughs> with football than there is basketball. So being an athlete, Scotty Lewis, uh, again, yeah, strong finisher at the rim, just a fast break monster, hella effort active hands you know i've always said um legitimately i have always said hustle wins games scotty lewis is going to be that dude like he's gonna be your hustle monster there um whether or not he could develop as a shooter that's more on him than anything else because one that's one of those things where you know it's hard i'll say to get better at defense without having someone working with you i'll say it's hard to get better as a passer without someone working with you but as a shooter you could just start putting them up (laughs) like that that's something scotty lewis can do i I realize it's easier said than done but working on his jump shot and working on his form and consistency there a lot of that could just come down to him and the effort that he's willing to put in so whether or not he gets drafted up in the air at this point but i certainly think that he'll at least get a summer league invite and could slide into a roster maybe be a g league guy early on who knows but the potential is there that's what i'm trying to get at the potential is there as we build anticipation for the nba draft what yeah changing it up baby changing it up um let's start building our bodies too i'm still rolling with that one though never go and change that one up built bar is the best protein bar on the market it has 18 delicious flavors including recent built bar champion coconut brownie chunk personally though i'm a cookie dough chunk or peanut butter brownie kind of guy and if you're trying to eat clean but you have a sweet tooth like me that's no longer a problem built bar is your low calorie low sugar high protein and again most importantly 
high fiber solution. You can even enjoy it if you keto. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off of your next order. That is LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D, 1-5 to get 15% off of your next order at BuiltBar.com. And to wrap up today's show, I wanted to go full basketball theme, so how are we doing? Is Scotty Wilbeckin deserves a chance in the NBA. I will not live that down. I will not let that die. I do think he is, or I mean, all right, Scotty Wilbeckin's one of the guys. It's like I loved him undyingly when he was a Florida Gator, and I will remain to do that. Uh, I will thank I zealous ideal wall 471 on Reddit because he posted on the Florida Gators subreddit. Scotty Wilbeckin's having incredible success abroad. Um, and yeah, he's just talking about, will he ever have an NBA chance again? I'm here to tell you why he should. Uh, he's a 28 year old combo guard, which I, I'll say this just reading the comments on the Reddit. People are like, oh, he's, what are the odds of a 28 year old rookie? I'm a Knicks fan. I saw like 35 year old Pablo Prigioni enter the NBA. I'm cool with Scotty Wobeck and being a rookie at 28 years old. That ain't a concern for me. This is a 28 year old combo guard. Uh, if you don't remember, or if you weren't a Gator fan at the time, or if you were just checked out, whatever it may be, graduated from Florida in 2014. Uh, he had a phenomenal year in 2014. He was uh, SEC Player of the Year, first team All-SEC, uh, third team All-American, two-time SEC All-Defensive team. Like He just had a stellar year, led the Gators to the Final Four with one of my favorite rosters we've ever had. No, uh, just ah, uh, that roster. Scotty Wilbeck and uh, Michael Frazier the second. Will you get? I believe we had Dorian Finney-Smith at that time. Patrick Young. It was just, it was a beautiful roster. If we're gonna be completely honest about it, but I, actually though, I, I I love that team with a passion. That was just, it, it was beautiful. It was just. So I could go on for a long time about this that was just a beautiful roster i loved it so much oh actually we had uh we had casey hill too uh, yeah pretty sure that was casey hill's freshman year uh who i again loved absolutely but back on track here we go um his first year after florida he worked out with two summer league teams didn't make it so he went to australia he was all nbl first team in 2015 which was of course his rookie year 2014-15 he was named Team Defensive Player of the Year and MVP in his first year. Do you, like, if you don't get, that's incredible to be Defensive Player of the Year, MVP, all league first team in your rookie year. That is slap yo mama insane. Uh, then he signed with the Greek Basketball League. After that, he signed a four-year deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Got cut after five preseason games which is one of the most bonkers things that I have ever heard. And that is also one of the most 76ers moves from that trash franchise where they signed someone to a four-year deal to cut them after five preseason games. Foolish. Absolute Tom foolery. He then went to Turkey for three years. He has been with Maccabi Tel Aviv since 2018. And just, I'm going to read off his career accolades uh, from the bottom of the list up. So going from 2013 to 14, yes. 
two-time SEC All-Defensive Team. Uh, then 2014, first-team All-SEC, SEC Player of the Year, third-team All-American. 2015, All-NBL, first-team. 2016, ING Basketball Super League All-Star, ISBL Champion in 2019, uh, Euro Cup Top Scorer in 2018, All-Euro Cup First Team in 2018, Euro Cup Finals MVP in 2018, Euro Cup MVP in 2018, Euro Cup Champion in 2018, Israeli Basketball League Cup MVP in 2020, three-time Israeli League Champion 2019, 20, and 21. He was the Israeli Basketball League First Team in 2020 and 2021. He was Israeli Basketball League Finals MVP in 2021. <laughs> Um, sorry, when you're that good, you've got a lot of accolades to read off. So, just saying. The fact that he has not been given a shot is insane. It's similar to, I don't know if you guys remember him, but Aaron Kraft with Ohio State was just one of those guys where it's like, uh, more of a true point guard type, where he wasn't an insane scorer, but fantastic defensively, a good playmaker, a hustle guy didn't cost his team games that was scotty wobecken but scotty wobecken was better like i will still stand on and i will die on the hill that scotty wobecken is one of the greatest gator guards that we've ever seen he's one of the greatest guards i've ever seen the fact that he got shafted out of an nba career is ridiculous and don't get me wrong i'm glad for him he's still gonna make probably double-digit million dollars throughout his career and retire in his mid-30s, which is amazing for him, but he deserves more. A 28-year-old combo guard that could step in immediately. I'm not saying he's going to be MVP in the NBA. I'm not saying he's going to be sixth man of the year or anything like that, but you are out of your mind if you think Scotty Wilbeckin can't step in and be a contributor more than some of these guys that are currently in the NBA. I'm not going to name names because, again, I don't like to do that in most cases. But I will say, yeah, just watching the playoffs alone, there are guys that are not better than Scotty Wilbeckin in the NBA playoffs currently, like still, at this moment. And it is an absolute travesty that he is not in the NBA right now. Uh, Bullshaka is what I will call it. But that about does it for today's episode of Locked On Gators. Join me Friday. Didn't screw it up this time. Um, I'm going to hush from here on out. And if you listen to Monday's episode, you know why. Once again, my name is Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. You can find all of my written work with Whole9Sports. That is W-H-O-L-E-N-I-N-E Sports. Be sure to check out Locked On Pistons, hosted by Ku Khalil, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Get all the latest on the team that was sorry who bad enough to win the draft lottery <laughs> today on the locked on today podcast what do the 76ers do with ben simmons hopefully take him and throw him directly in the trash can and get more of the sports news you need in less time with the locked on today podcast follow the locked on today podcast on the odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts <laughs>